What it is, what it do, you tune in to the Jose Morales Podcast. This is your host, Jose Morales, and I'm back at you with episode seven of the podcast. Before we get started, like, subscribe if you have not, and if you've been listening you have not liked and subscribe, I'm hurt. I'm hurt because you're listening and you ain't even subscribing or sharing, man. You selfish. Now I'm joking. I'm not joking, but subscribe. So back to the episode seven, what we're going to talk about today is going to be, I'm going to call it hide and seek because a lot of us are hiding from our problems, seeking things to get into, and then boom, our problems appear again. So I'm going to talk about this. This is something I see very common in the gym. I'm going to share a couple stories, personal stories and things that I see around here and give you a couple of tips. And I think you guys are going to enjoy it. But before we get into that, I'm going to talk about the update. Um, one thing that I did recently, I did stand-up comedy. I don't know if you guys are familiar or were are familiar with me doing it. In November, uh, I did stand-up comedy at the Crest Theater in downtown Sacramento. And it was definitely not amateur night. I was with a whole bunch of professionals. Dudes have been doing it a long time. And my damn ass did it in front of probably like six, 800 people on my first time. I'm gonna give you a recap of how that went down. It, we have a guy here at the gym, Robert Amato. He goes by Bobby. He is an actual comedian, professional comedian. And Kelly, David, myself, we made it a night. We went down to, uh, was it, oh, Laughs Unlimited in Old Sack, and we watched him perform. And while we're there, I was watching these comedians. I'm like, oh, come on, I could do this. I was, you know, Mr. Confident over here thinking I could do everything. And I told Bobby afterwards, yo, uh, how can I do this? And he said, I think he called my bluff. And he was like, well, I'm hosting my own comedy club event in November at the Crest Theater. He said, if you want to do it, I'll put you on. And he told me at the Crest Theater, he didn't think I was playing. He also didn't think I was going to go through with it. I told him, yeah, I'm down. And my wife herself that day was like, no fucking way you're doing that shit. I said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I told her, what's the worst that can happen? I go out there, I look like a fool, everyone laughs at me. I did my job, right? They're supposed to laugh. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, let's go. So here comes the day, it was Black Friday. I show up, go to the Crest Theater. One, I have no idea what the pre, pre-warm-up, I don't know what you do as, act, uh, as comedians beforehand. So we're in this green room in the backstage, and it's just a room full of alcohol. Literally, it's just a room full of alcohol. All, all, the, all the comedians just throwing down, and I don't drink. So I'm just sitting there, and I get this vibe. Most of them were cool, but I get this vibe that they just, they're not too happy with me. Uh, not all of them, at least two, two of them were like that. And... I didn't think nothing of it. I kept it going. When I went out to perform I, and I did my thing, everything uh, on itself was, it was amazing. It was actually really, really fun. I had eight minutes. And I'll tell you a funny story about that. When I, was, when I was getting ready for it, I told Bobby, I'm like, hey, can I do 20 minutes? And Bobby's like, 20 minutes? You want to do 20 minutes? He's like, man, that's some George Lopez shit. Like 20 minutes, that's like when you're a pro and you've been doing it forever, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. He said, somebody that's new does one minute to two minutes, like on the first time. Nobody does 20 minutes on the first time. And then he put it in my, in my world. He's like, you don't get into 
boxing and put him into uh, the ring for a 12-round fight when they first started, right? And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. He's like, yeah. He's all, if you're, com- if you're confident in yourself, which sounds like you're confident, I think five minutes is a lot. Um, and I, I'm like, give me eight minutes. So he gave me eight minutes. So when he said this to me, now in my head, I was kind of like, damn, am I, am, I, am I thinking I'm really good and I'm not good? Like, I'm over here saying I could do eight minutes. I mean, I could do 20. So I did the eight minutes. Um, it, was, it was fun. Definitely, I, I see a lot of things I could do better. It was a lot harder than, than expected just because there was a timer and I'm being timed. I think that was really hard because... I wanted to say things with with the crowd. I couldn't really see them. Um, and then if if I did say something, I was gonna take away from my time from from my other stuff. So it was like too much going on at once. Uh, so it was definitely that was I could see with experience, you probably get a whole lot better with that. But I had a great time. Shout out to Bobby for putting me on. Shout out to everybody that went, man. Uh, just having everyone there. A lot of people from the gym. Um, Shoot, I, I was called the Logan Paul of comedy because I, I, one of the comedians thought I was trying to do it for a living. He was all upset because he said it took him 11 years or eight years, something like that, 10 years to get to the Crest Theater. And I did it on my first try. <laughs> and he was all mad. But hey, I was just doing it as a fuck it. You know, like I fucking did it. I wasn't doing it as a career. So homie, you can get, you can get your comedy back. Uh, don't trip. So that was my update. A lot of people ask me about how it went down. I never went into detail. This is my chance to get to you guys and let you guys know. Again, thank you guys for 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 the love. Thank you guys for showing out. And um, now back to the topic. Before I get started to that, I hope you guys enjoyed the previous episode with Coach Alex. I for sure did. He's an amazing, amazing human. Just to see what he's doing at the age he's at. Um, so. Hide and seek. What does this mean? What do I mean by it? Hide and seek is we're playing hide and seek with ourselves and not physically hiding ourselves, but our emotions, how we feel and our problems. We all have problems. We all have things that we struggle with. We all have our battles. Depending on who you are, we they can vary in a lot of things. They don't not necessarily what it is. It could be from the way you look physically, the way you think about yourself. It could be a lot of different things, but our battles are always exposed in different scenarios. And one thing that I see when we're with, I see it a lot with just in the gym, you get into something new. For example, I'm going to compare it to my world. I get people that come here and, and, and when they come to the gym, they may struggle with, let's say they struggle with consistency. I'm making this up. Let's say they've never been consistent with something. And we don't know the reason why they've never been consistent with something. It could be the lack of belief in themselves. It could be, again, the list goes on of things that could cause these people the lack of consistency. Maybe they get bored easily. Once they get bored, they don't know how to push through to get to the next level, what they got to do to make that excitement come back. But whatever it is, these problems, these problems, I don't want to call them problems, but these battles that we have, these are internal battles that we have with ourselves. And we try to put a Band-Aid on them with things like boxing and thinking that us being at the gym and us being around people for X amount of time is going to put a Band-Aid in, is going to 
necessarily heal us from it. And I think it's exactly that. It's a, it's a Band-Aid and it's just letting us feel good. But it gets to the point where we are no longer, when you're, when it starts beginning tough or it starts beginning hard or, or whatever it is, that, that weakness, that battle that's, that's within us starts appearing again, that's where we hide and seek something else. And then that's when we quit. We're like, you know what? I can't go to boxing no more because of all these lists of excuses. I have to go to work. Oh, I just had a kid or this or this and that. And the list of excuses start appearing. But it's not those, it's, it's not really that. The problem is you're now uncomfortable because now you're being pushed or, or whatever that battle that you're dealing with is starting to get exposed. And with kids, this is where parenting really helps because if your kid you see your kid really struggle with this. For example, I'm going to give two parents a big shout out that I see do an amazing job. And I'm going to talk about them. Hopefully it's okay that I'll talk about them. <laughs> but um, I actually talked about Travis earlier. Travis and uh, Travis DeCampos, Erica DeCampos, which is Ava's DeCampos' parents. Ava, when she started boxing, she did not like... She, she had fun with the classes. She, had a, she was okay with that. But when it came down to the sparring, when she came down to getting hit and hitting other kids, she found any excuse not to go, not to come to boxing. She would say she didn't feel good, she was sick, the list went on and on. Now this is what I was gonna say about parenting. This is where the parenting really helps. Because if you have parents that shelter your kids, and if your kid tells you that they don't feel good or they're hurt, oh, it's okay, let's not take them to boxing today. Um, Ava doesn't feel good. Or you have parents like Erica and Travis where they see that. They're like, no, no, he's trying to, she's trying to get out of boxing and pushed her to come to boxing. That's her being forced to fight her battle. She was forced to stand up to her, whatever insecurities, whatever it is that was in her head and her in internal in her mind, in her heart, whatever it was, she is being forced to overcome. And it was like that for her for a long period of time. I mean, she was like that for a while, but she eventually started building her confidence, started seeing that it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. And she started getting better and better. And now she's blooming. Now she's shining. But it took her to overcome that battle. That is what I was trying, what I'm trying to get you guys to understand with this whole hide and seek episode is that when things get tough, things get rough in whatever it is it may be at work, sports, home, instead of finding the easy way out, divorce, easy way out, um, breakup, quitting your job, instead of talking to your boss, instead of talking to your wife, instead of finding the solution to fix that problem, we are running away, hiding, and then at the end of the day, that same problem comes back because most problems, if you, if you couldn't work out with this girl, the other girl you're probably not gonna work out with, the other girl you're not gonna work out with, the problem there is a common denominator, which is probably you. There's just something that you have to fix in within yourself that you have to take care of before you move on to whatever it is you're doing. Um, and these things are rough. Like, uh, uh, 
you know, when I started boxing, was I was similar. I, I had a rough start at the beginning, also because I was boxing and I had I was one of my sparring partners, which I remember very clearly. Uh, he was already I was brand new. He was already ranked in the country. He, he multiple national champion. He had uh, he had over. 40, 50 fights compared to me, who I was brand new to boxing. This is a guy I had to spar all the time, and he was kicking my ass <laughs> all the time. But that ass kicking is what really uh, not only built perseverance and showed me what it was like, but it built, you know, my courage. You know, I was like, I pushed through that. There's nothing I can't push through. Another thing that I want to mention with this, when we don't take care of these things, uh, not only are we always dealing with them, but certain scenarios or bad situations could occur from this. For example, I'm going to mention uh, Ashley's story. I trained this girl named Ashley when, and I just completely made his name up. I don't want to call her by her name, but Ashley trained with me when she was young, when she was 15, 16, for a few years, and she just disappeared on me one day. And she didn't say bye when she left. She, I didn't even know she, she just vanished. And I didn't, had no idea what happened to her. Well, recently, I, uh, her dad sent me a message and texted me and told me everything that went down with her. Uh, she, she, she was in a, an abusive relationship with a boyfriend. Uh, the, the boyfriend was starting to abuse her, hit her, and she fought back. And that's where he was like very thankful that for the boxing, because when she got out, she even told him, you know, I'm so thankful for Jose. He taught me how to box and it, and it helped me fight back and get out of the house. Because if she wouldn't have got out the house, the whole situation could have been a lot worse. Um, and then when she got out of that, she came back. Uh, she talked to me. I talked to her. She was just crying. She was just let loose of everything. But the reason why I bring this up, Ashley had internal things going on with her all along. She avoided them. When I talked to her, she thought she just wasn't good enough. And because she thought she wasn't good enough and she never shared that with anybody, she just up and left, quit boxing. And when that happened, without with not having boxing there that was pushing her to see how good she really was, it was, it was pushing her to fight her evil demons daily, uh, those demons that were telling her that she's no good, that she's fat, that she's ugly, that she is a nobody, all these evil demons inside her telling her these things. Her coming to the gym and her busting her ass, her fighting every day was doing the complete opposite of what those demons were saying. But finally, those demons inside her finally won. And when they won, they took her into this deep hole where she felt she needed this guy to fulfill her to make her feel good. This guy that was a no good guy was making her and completing her. And for years, she even told me she all their, all, if she worked, she had to give their check up to him. Uh, she had no things that she could do. She, had, she couldn't go out, she had to ask for permission. Like all these things that she was being, that she was dealing with came from her never finding never finding herself, that, he, that healing up within herself. And one tip that I can give to you guys, something that I recently started actually, um, and Amy and Jason um, actually got me on this, which is start journaling, which is where you write down 
I kind of remind it kind of reminds me of like a diary for some reason. But you write down and you just what you did today, or you can it doesn't necessarily have to be that, but what's on your mind today, and you just talk about it, whatever it is. But you're talking to nobody, you're writing it down. And when you journal like that, you kind of get a feel for yourself when you look back at it and you look at yourself and understand yourself differently than when you are the one talking to yourself subconsciously. And when you do these things, it sounds crazy, it sounds weird. You guys are probably like, what the fuck's on? What kind of drugs is Jose on? <laughs> but when you do something like that, um, when you read back at it the next day or the following day, you look at it, and then, or even a year later, you're like, oh, wow. I can't believe I used to think that way or I used to feel that way. And you see the amount of growth you came, uh, how much you grew from being consistent in whatever it is you're doing in the gym. And you see your amount of growth, your confidence kind of grows tremendous too. You're like, wow, I'm a whole nother person. I grew so much. I grew this, I grew that. And a lot of these things, a lot of these battles that we have get healed with confidence. Our confidence in ourselves and how we feel about ourselves will fix a lot of these battles. A lot of these battles that we have also could be things that we're ashamed of or embarrassed of. I, I myself was very embarrassed. Like the, at the very beginning, I was embarrassed on my vitiligo. I used to try to hide my hands all the time because of my vitiligo. I was embarrassed about being undocumented. I would hate to have to talk about that. I would even get to the point where I would lie and say I was a U.S. citizen or I would say I was born here. I would say something like that because I was embarrassed about my my story. I was embarrassed about being not never knowing my dad, not never having a dad. These are things that I had to accept. And, what, and once I accepted them, that made me kind of accept that that void, that all that hurt, pain that I had. And and, and it started the healing process. And on top of that, it makes your story that much better. You know what I mean? It doesn't end your story because you had a shit, shit story. I mean, a shit life or whatever. It adds to your, to your life and it adds to your story and it makes it that much interesting and that much better. But the way you act towards it when it happens to you, you have to first accept it, heal from it, or else that you, without ever healing from it, you're always going to be hurting from it always going to be hurting from it. So when you're down and you have these these things in your head, you are beat. Like whatever it is you beat. Like for example, with me, with me not having a dad in my head, I was always I always believed that my dad abandoned me and that I wasn't good enough to be a part of my life. I was not good enough that my dad wanted me to be in my life that I was just garbage. All the comments of, that were made of me and my family, the people, way people looked at me, these are all things that there were constantly in my head. So when you feel that way, you live day by day and you approach everything with that mindset of you're a nobody, you're garbage, nobody wants to be with you, that's why your dad left you. Your mentality is stuck in that time zone. No matter if this, if this, a trauma happened when you were eight years old, you can be 40 years old and still have the same feelings you had when you were eight. And the reason why it's like that is because you never healed from it. And if you never heal from it, you can be 40 still crying, still in pain from something that happened when you were eight years old. A lot of our battles are traumas. And the best way to describe it is these things are, 
in a way, we're not accepting them, but we're more, yes, accepting them. The easiest way to describe it is uh, all these traumas that we had, they can never apologize to us. They can never be like, hey, Jose, I'm sorry I said this to you when, I, when you were eight years old. And it's, it's stuck in our mindset. So as we're growing, we're still upset about all these things that happened to us, but we never accept it. And we just have to act like, and accepting it is acting like they apologize to us, even though they never will. They can never say, I'm sorry, Jose, for doing this. But us accepting it is as if they did say, I'm sorry, and apologize to us. That's healing. But to heal from that is a process. For that to happen, it's a process. It's not an overnight thing. So the recap for this episode, hide and seek. Uh, no more hiding. Let's start seeking. Let's start seeking our problems. Anything that makes us uncomfortable, let's figure it out. If we have a problem with somebody, let's talk to that somebody. Let them know how you feel. Understand them. Instead of hiding from them, let's go up and find a solution. Because without a solution, that problem will always be there. Thank you again for listening. I hope you guys got something from it. If you did or you know somebody that could get something from it, share it with them. Like, subscribe, leave a comment, give me some feedback. Also, let me know if you there's anything you want to talk about, any ideas. And also, check back next week when we have Matt Bajou, Bodro. Hopefully, I'm saying his name right. On the um, podcast, you're not going to want to miss this episode. His story, what he's doing, um, dude is badass. So check you guys out next week. I'm out.